bringing you daily news Monday through Friday. I'm hoping to curate news for Texans by a born and raised Texan. Today is Wednesday, December 18th, and legend has it is if you say hump day three times, you jump right to Friday, so let's say it all together. Hump day, hump day, hump day, uh, it didn't work. But before we begin, please go ahead and give us a subscribe so I can keep you up to date on all your daily Texas news. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for more even updates and even more news. Today in Texas history, on this day in 1860, Texas Rangers, under the command of Lawrence S. Ross, attacked a Comanche hunting camp in Mule Creek. During this raid, the Rangers were surprised to find that one of their captives had blue eyes. It was a non-English speaking white woman with her infant daughter. She was Cynthia Ann Parker. Captured by the Comanche Warriors in May of 19, 1836 at the Fort Parker in Limestone County, she was one with, with the Indians for almost 25 years and had become thoroughly assimilated to the Comanche life. After her rescue, she was never reconciled to living in the white society and made several unsuccessful attempts to flee to her Comanche family. After three months at Birdville, her brother Silas took her to his Van Dyke County home. She afterward moved to her sister's place near the boundary of Anderson and Henderson counties. She died there probably after 1870. Her son, Quana, a noted Comanche chief, later moved her body to the Post Oak Cemetery near Cache, Oklahoma. After his death, her body was again re-entered into the Fort Silk, Oklahoma area. There is a great book about the Comanches called The Empire of the Summer Moon by S.C. Gwynn that depicts the Comanches in ways never, ever talked about before. I really highly suggest reading this book. I'm actually listening to it right now. Um... And it actually has a little bit about this story in that book. Now, Gwyn was recently on the Joe Rogan podcast to talk about the book, and I highly suggest reading the book and then watching the podcast. There's a lot of really interesting information about the Comanches and the Native Americans in Texas and in that area. Now it's time for some Texas news. In Bell County, Texas, deputies are investigating the remains of a human skull found by a hunter over the weekend. The discovery was reported about 8.30 Saturday south of State Highway 53 at the at this time, the identity, sex, or age of the human skull has not been determined, but it has been sent to the Southeast Institute for Forensic Scientists. There is no bones or other remains found, so it'll be interesting to see what this comes back as. I mean, obviously it's a human skull. It's weird that there's no other body parts or other bones. Um there's a lot of weird stuff happening in Texas, so and Texas is huge, but to be on the side of a highway, it's pretty interesting. Hopefully they can find out who this was for, through some dental records. In Dallas, a man has been charged with the death of Betty Thomas, who was found dead on December 12th inside of her home, with multiple stab wounds to her chest. A cable man by the name of Roy James Holden Jr. is accused of brutally killing the 83-year-old grandmother and could face the death penalty if convicted. Prosecutors said Holden knew Thomas through his job at the Spectrum Cable Worker and had previously been to the residence. He was not working at the time of Thomas's death. And I think this is really important is, well, I don't know. If he's been there before, she probably recognized him and let him in. It's one of those things where, you know, it's this is a dangerous, dangerous time. It's a desperate time. You hate to see stuff like this, but it happens all the time. So you really have to just mind your P's and Q's and, and try and be as safe as possible, no matter what situation you're in. In Fort Worth, a Dalworthington Gardens man was seriously beaten by two men wearing ski masks 
and robbed him in his home. The man's wife was tied up during the home invasion. Two men had broken into his home around 5.45 p.m. The robbers tied up the wife with duct tape and waited for the man to arrive home. The man owned a gold and silver exchange business. When the homeowner arrived, the suspects beat him with a baseball bat and restrained him before ransacking the home for valuables. After the robbers left, the woman managed to break free of the duct tape. She called 911. There's no details or descriptions on the suspect's Currently, there is no details on what all they took from the home, but obviously he owned a silver and a gold exchange business, so there was probably some valuables in the home. And this is definitely a, a situation where the robbers had surveillance the home before they broke in because they knew what time he was coming home and they knew he was coming home. Um, the police say this was an isolated event, but again, the, the holidays make people desperate and they make people do weird, crazy, insane things, and this is another case of that. After her dog Bandit died last year, Florencia Aguilar fell into a deep depression. But after adopting a new puppy from the San Antonio shelter, she's beginning to find her passion again. Aguilar's dog died last year. It affected her work as a truck driver. She won an award from a shelter after adopting this new dog. Bandit was six years old. He was a, a Pekingese toy dog, and he died after a battle of stomach cancer. Um... She said, when I lost him to cancer, I was devastated. Aguilar said she had a hard time leaving the house after his passing, yet often had to put her feelings aside to continue her work as a truck driver, which requires her to be on the road a lot. She said, on my return loads, if there was not considered hot loads where I had to be there in a hurry, I would take forever to come home, she said. When Aguilar came to terms with Bandit's death, she wasn't sure if she was ready for a new pet. I said, what do I do? Do I buy another dog? Do I rescue a dog? What do I do? She ended up opening her heart again, this time to an unlikely companion at the San Antonio Pets Alive organization. She said, well, you know what? I'll look and see what these dogs are about. She didn't want to leave the dog home alone after she'd met the dog. And um, for weeks, I, I kept looking at the dog, which is named Sparky. When Aguilar arrived at the rescue shelter, she met the Jack Russell Terrier for the first time. She said their introduction wasn't ideal. I felt like he wanted to eat me alive, she said. Yet the young pup's fur color resembled bandit bandits, and that was a sight for her sore eyes for her. She decided to adopt that and rescue the puppy. And because of the situation, she was for forced on the name Sparky. And it finally worked. She brought him home. Now she the dog goes everywhere with her. It's on the rig with her. Uh, it's her, her new companion. And I know a lot of people listening to this will probably understand where this lady is coming from. I think a lot of Texas people, most Texas people I know are pet people. We all have dogs. We all have cats. We all have some sort of pets, fish, whatever you got. And uh, this story actually was recognized by the Petco Foundation in December. Um, so that's how she won this award for the San Antonio Pets Alive 2019 Holiday Wishes Award, which provides shelter for thousands of, of animals in Texas throughout the year. And it's really important for us to to understand that if you're going to get a new pet, please go to your your local shelter. There's usually puppies that aren't too 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 old. There's full grown dogs that need help. It's definitely something that you should look at if you're going to adopt. I for one have a herd of cats. Uh, they definitely help with my anxiety and depression, and mostly because I'm focused on how cute they are. And one of them just walked into the podcast room, and she's sniffing the microphone right now. 
So it's really important to keep all of these pets alive. And it's cold, so keep your pets inside. We got all of our outside cats with a little uh, warming light right now. Say something for the mic. Oh, she's shy right now. Anyway, now to the next article. Aspiring sailors and history buffs will now have a chance to see what life was like in 19th century sailing in Galveston. When the official tall ship of Texas, the Elisa, returns to Galveston waters for a limited time in 2020, the day sailing series will begin. The Elisa is an 1877-square-rigged iron bark that is designated as a National Historic Landmark. The rare vessel, vessel serves as a floating museum and is a symbol of the Gulf Coast beginning as a seaport. According to the Galveston History Foundation, the ship is one of the three of its kind in the world and still accommodates more than 40,000 visitors annually. The historic ship will depart from the Texas Seaport Museum next year for a limited day sailing series through the Gulf waters. Trainings will spend about six hours aboard the 142-year-old ship, learning how to navigate the vessel during the Galveston, down the Galveston Channel. The course costs $200, but it provides you with a hands-on experience and, and a lecture learning about the ship and where it's been throughout its, its tenure. Um, of course, it includes light lunches and refreshments at Better for $200. Participants must be 10 years or older. T 10 to 17 must be accompanied by a parent or a guardian. Seven April 2020 dates are currently listed on the website. If you want to find out more about this day sailing trip, I want to kind of want to do this, but you can find more about, about this trip at galvestonhistory.org. In McKinney, Texas, a FedEx driver crashed into a man's fence before leaving the scene. The man whose fence was crushed actually caught it on video. He had just closed on the house a week prior, so it wasn't the best introduction to the neighborhood. The driver backed out and drove away, leaving a Texas-sized hole in the fence. The owner of the new home was taking pictures inside the house when he heard the, a, a loud crash, and his first thought was, is anybody hurt? What's going on out there? He walked outside, and he saw the FedEx driver struggling to get the truck out of the fence, moving back and forth and back and forth to free himself. Finally, he freed himself, and he fled the scene. The owner filed a report with the police department and called the FedEx and, and in a statement from FedEx, they said they were committed to taking appropriate action. Um, the statement reads, Behave, The behavior depicted in this video is inconsistent with the professionalism FedEx round expects from its service providers. Safety is our top priority, and we are grateful that no one was injured as a result of this incident. We offer our sincerest apologies and inconvenience caused by the situation, and we are in direct contact with the homeowner to resolve the matter. They did not say if the driver was fired. I doubt the driver is listen is is gonna be working there very much, but geez, if it, there's an accident, you should always stop. This is one of those crazy, crazy things. He was probably under the influence of something. Poor guy, he's probably gonna lose his job right before Christmas. A duck hunter drowned near Port O'Connor on Tuesday after he disappeared while swimming toward his drifting boat that morning. A bystander reported William Easterwood, 44, of Houston, missing after he'd seen him swimming in the Lighthouse Cove near Matagorda Island in Port O'Connor. The cove is about six miles south of Port O'Connor. The game wardens re recovered Easterwood near the cove after his, his body was found by the Coast Guard helicopter crew. The coastal waters near Port O'Connor dipped to about 50 degrees Tuesday morning with the arrival of the cold front. Um, and even stronger winds 
it's it's just one of those things is I don't know if anybody if you've ever swam in cold water, but you don't have a lot of muscle control when it's the water's cold. I've swam in cold water a few times in my life, not super cold. I don't know if it was even fifty degrees, but I remember getting cramps and I remember my legs would not move. So this is something that everybody should learn from. If your boat's drifting, let it drift. You're not going to catch your boat drifting. You're not going to be able to swim that fast, and you're not going to be able to swim that long. Um, the man was pronounced dead at 11.15 a.m. The bystanders saw the man go underwater. They never saw him come up. Something horrible to see. There was no autopsy you know, required because there wasn't any foul play. He was just trying to save his boat. But there is something to say here. I mean, the rapid weather changing in tides and the winds in the Gulf of Mexico are horrendous. You can get called, caught up in rip tides pretty easily. And really, your life is not worth the boat. Just let the boat go. Now, I did have some more news to report on, but I'm going to be honest with you. It was all about deaths and murders, and I figured y'all would probably be super depressed by now. So I'm, I'm hoping to have some more uplifting news tomorrow. So that's all the news I have. But now it's time for a good old Texas tradition. Let's talk about some weather. Houston's going to be pretty cold today with a high of 60, low of 38. San Antonio will have a high of 60 and a low of 32. Dallas is going to have a high of 60 and a low of 31. But Austin needs to bundle up too. It's going to be a high of 62 and a low of 31. El Paso is going to have a high of 49 and a low of 30. Brownsville, soak this up while you can because you know it's not going to last long. You got a high of 63 and a low of 44. It's actually going to freeze in Victoria tonight. Victoria has a high of 61 and a low of 32. Palacios, you can have a bright and sunny day. High of 59. It's going to freeze too with a low of 32. And it's real cold in Marfa today. High 46 and a low of 22. Again, if I've missed your reason to Texas, please shoot me a message. I'll be glad to add it to my weather report. Other than that, that's all for today, guys. I appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to subscribe. And until tomorrow, have a great day, Texas.